thing that really made me angry about that whole movie, though, <coughs> is he tries, to, the Joker tries to portray himself as, as Kingpin. And you ain't a Kingpin, dude. You're, you're, you're a psychotic, deranged, manipulative individual who has taken charge and control of multiple gangs and used them as your thugs. You are not... Hey, I'm Big Daddy Pimp. It sounds like it sounds like you just defined the word kingpin to me, though. Like he is insane, powerful, took control <laughs> of all these different gangs. <coughs> he just happened to he just did it in an unconventional matter. But technically, he's he, still a kingpin. He, he he played the Joker as um as like a socialite. Yeah. Which is weird. Like when he, the Joker seems makes, more like he an makes introvert. The Joker with Paris Hilton. Yeah, the Joker definitely would be more of an introvert. <laughs> Nobody understands him. <laughs> but instead, he's all flashy and his white, his white and gold. Wouldn't be hanging out at clubs. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't fucking be chilling in a penthouse. He'd be chilling in a fucking beat up old fucking trailer. warehouse somewhere. Yeah, some warehouse or trailer base. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. I'll give you that. Got the tattoos and 
go to all the shows And they tell me how people don't hate their way And to this I've only got one thing to say Will you please stop hating on my junk alone? the shit that guy killed it right who is this bobby boogie bobby boogie bobby boogie man he doesn't understand no he's got a bunch of juggling friends man that's a one share equals one patriotism which in turn equals minus 17 nazis is what the description of his video says so you know you share you you get rid of 17 nazis yeah i mean that's more than 16. That's good. I think that's a great way to start the show. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. sweet. Welcome to the Natural Habitat Podcast. My name is Mikey Booyah. I'm William Waffles. And we are here on a beautiful day, broadcasting live from California slash Oregon. Oregon. And we just heard Bobby Boogie. Bobby Boogie, man. Why, why are you always hating on the journalists? I know, man. It's like that. He put it very, very well. And he was yeah. just like, look, every music scene has bad apples. It's true, they do. There's pieces of shit everywhere. Some jugglers yeah. are fucking annoying as shit and tools, which is true. Yeah, very true. Yeah, but we have the right to listen to our music and throw our fago around and do our thing. Yeah, it's our scene. Let's fucking have it. And he understands it. He does. He gets it. He, he gets it exactly. That's fresh. So we got love for Bobby Boogie. Go and share his video because one share equals minus 17 Nazis. Yeah, apparently. That's a great deal. So, uh, how you doing today, Mr. Waffles? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. How you doing today, Booyah? I'm doing good. Pretty lit. Smoking on some uh, some Girl Scout wax in this pen. Got some uh, some hippie crippler. Hippie yeah. hippie crippler. Yeah. What a strange name. What to mix something so peaceful with something so violent? No, no, no. They're supposed to cripple me because I'm a hippie. They're supposed to cripple you? Because I'm a hippie. Yeah, but cripple means like make it so you can't like walk or use your limbs correctly yeah so well i mean what are you doing <laughs> that was loud as shit calm down <laughs> was it yeah it was oh wow yeah hey wait a minute what were you just doing nothing was that something on your computer yes it sounded is your is the mic picking up from your computer or from your snowball Le do, me, do me a favor real quick. Lean into your computer and say something. Is that better? I think that's louder. Oh, shit. Hold on. What's going on here, then? All right. Give me a check. Mike in it. The check-in. There it is. I think that's it. Word. All right. Got the snowball hooked up. Uh, What were we talking about? 
I don't know. We were talking about Bobby Blaze or whatever his name was. <laughs> yeah, hating on the Juggalos. <clears throat> I think we moved on from that. Uh, Yeah, did we? And then we were like, hey, how are you? And then you were like, I'm good. And then yeah. I was like, uh, oh, yeah, totality. Is that where we were? I didn't talk about it, but I was. I just love saying totality just because okay. it's like you're in the totality zone and it's my favorite word right now because of the eclipse. So totality is happening. But uh, on the on the Jugalo thing, uh, yes. real quick still, I have this video from a guy named the Pissed Off American. Okay. And he has a message for us. Oh, does he? Yeah, as well as for the Insane Clown Posse and all Jugaloos out here. So, Oh, Jugaloos, huh? Yeah, I consider myself a Jugaloo. Mm, yes, I've been a Jugaloo since back in the day. <laughs> so let's hear what the pissed-off American has to say. And, right. uh, and uh. We'll, we'll see, we'll see how, how the Jugaloos feel about it. What's going on, America? Pissed off American here. I got a message directly for the ICP Insane Clown Posse Jiggalos. So make sure you get this message out far enough so that they receive it. We formally invite you to participate and enjoy a day of American celebration of freedom, liberty, and the right to pursue happiness on September 16th, 2017. Okay, so... Uh, for people that don't know, there is, you know, Juggalos have been labeled a gang where they're doing a, we aren't because I'm not going, but we are doing a Juggalo <laughs> march. Uh, you, 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 you say we because you are a Juggalo. Yeah. So we as a whole are doing a Juggalo march in September, uh, mm -hmm. on, on Washington. So that way you march down the street, how everybody does do your whole, like, we're not a gang, give us our rights and all that shit. And turns out that there is a pro-Trump rally scheduled for the same day at the same time. So I don't know how I don't know how you could do that, how you could schedule two marches at the same time. You figure they should be like an hour apart or something because they're both they gonna, should they should be days apart. In fact, yeah, both marches are literally going to be walking down the street on the same block at the same time at the same place. So what are you going to do it rope like rope off the street like how they do in bars where there's like a 18 and then 21 section? Right? Yeah, I don't get it. It's going to be like it doesn't make any sense. It's going to be like the pro Trumps and then the Jugaloos. So there's the some, So there's some backstory and let's get back to the pissed off American and how pissed off he is. The mother of all rallies at the National Mall. Now I'm aware that you guys also have an event on that day. And I know a lot of ICP gigolos. As a matter of fact, I've attended and thrown several ICP concerts at Janice Landing in St. Petersburg, Florida. Look up your previous schedules and you'll see that I'm telling you the truth. <coughs> I've hung out and I've supported them all the way from day one. Matter of fact, I even had a few of the tapes. But with all that being said, <coughs> he even <coughs> had a few of the tapes. So he, okay. he hung out. He's some sort of he's some sort of show promoter, obviously in Janisburg <coughs> Landing or whatever he said. Yeah, he's put on a couple Jugalo Jugalo shows. Just a couple, you know. <coughs> Just a couple, and if they look back in their tour history, they'll see that he's telling uh -huh. the truth. 
So <coughs> he's worked with the Jugalos before. <coughs> he's <coughs> familiar with us, and he even has a little bit of love. He's bought the tapes. Yeah, I mean, if you had a couple of their tapes, I mean, he you, didn't. <laughs> you must be down, right? Yeah, <coughs> that's all it takes is a tape and a shirt, and it's over. Right. Uh huh. Right. We've invited you out in the past when we started this more rally. We found out, I would say, two months into promoting our rally that you were also having one on the 16th. And I understand that your rally is a protest. It's a protest against the same government that's pitting us against each other in order to control us that are labeling you as a uh, criminal gang organization. This is the reason you're going to D.C., because you're protesting against these false labels of your family and your way of life. See, you want to dress up in face paint, listen to your rap horror music, you should be fucking allowed to. And they shouldn't call you a gang for doing it. Okay. So, this guy, I don't know a lot about this guy. All I really know is that he made this video, he is some sort of figure in the pro-Trump march, and uh, the pro-Trump march is related to, like, the MAGA, make America great again, get all the minorities out of here, so it's kind of a touchy subject filled with bigotry and racism and shit. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. also, in this video, wearing a red wife beater. Now, nobody that's up to any good wears a red wife beater. That's fact. <laughs> no. That is a fact. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like, you know, it's just, no. <laughs> no, yeah. No red wife beaters. He's, he's expecting it to get, he has very little clothes on. And the clothes he does have on, he's expecting to get stained red. Yeah, that's how that goes. Yeah. That's why yeah. uh, that's why uh, Nazis have the red shoelaces is because uh, in case they drop licorice on their shoes, then it's like a whole game trying to find it. Yep. Yeah. I mean, just, just disappeared. <laughs> God, that was probably in bad taste. <laughs> freedom, liberties. These are the things they're trying to erase. See, right now they're using this racial divide. But eventually, they will pit the Constitution as also an evil document written by racists and slaveholders. And then they'll erase it. Then you will not be allowed to paint your face, listen to your music, and promote your family. You'll be silenced permanently, just like everyone else in this country. That's the problem with America right now, is everyone is seeing black and white, and they're not seeing green. Green is the color. It's called money, power, influence. And this is what they want. This is what they've had. This is what they do not want to give up. So again, let me repeat my formal message to you. You are formally invited to celebrate with us the American values that make this country great. That's life, liberty, freedom of speech, and the right to pursue whatever makes you happy. So ICP, Juggalos, on behalf of the American patriots of this country... You are not a criminal organization. The federal government has got you fucked up. And I guarantee you that if we combined our crowds together, we will be many and our voices will be heard. No, dude. This dude is a fucking lunatic. <laughs> no. <laughs> Absolutely not will we join fucking crowds with you. Well, well, not only that. Not only that. Let's think of them. Okay. Yeah. How, how many of them truly like the idea or the concept of a juggalo? 
Yeah, probably probably not a lot. Probably not a lot. Yeah. Just this guy, whether he does or doesn't. I don't know. He had a couple tapes. <laughs> so. I bet you he painted his face one time back in the day, too. Yeah. And, you know, he goes on in this video to talk about how he'll uh, he'll even offer ICP some stage time and get them on stage so they can spread their message. And it's like, they're good. They have their own stage. They have their own thing happening. They got their own stage time. They're running their own march. Yeah, they do They do what they want, yeah. when they want, pretty much. Yeah, so he's trying to, you know, join forces to make it one huge march. And I don't think we have a choice. It sounds like they're going to be at the same time in the same place. So It's not going to end up good. No, it's not. And the media is already pitting Juggalos against... Oh yeah, the, I've seen the a lot Trump of that. supporters and all that. So you know, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. At the first, at first, it was like we have to try to march without anybody fucking anything up. Nobody fight anybody. Nobody break anything. Everybody be cool. Which is hard to ask a bunch of juggalos to be cool. It's it's tough. Yep. You know what I mean? Like we're all assholes. I mean, you get a couple juggalos, not too hard to deal with. Yeah. You get a couple hundred juggalos together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's over. Not to mention thousands of juggalos. Right. Everybody starts trying to fucking one up each other and look how fucking crazy I am, and it just it gets bad. Here, babe, hold my bag of chips. Yeah. So it's like all I think all it all it would take is a public indecency and they'd shut that bitch down. Someone pulls their dick out, it's over. God, there 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 it is in the first five minutes of the march. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Done. Just someone walking through, dick swinging. Shutting it down. Yeah. I don't know, man. And then now with the Trump supporters in there, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough. It's definitely gonna test everybody's patience. Yeah. But, you know, then again, I'm not gonna go there. I I'm gonna be working, so you know, I uh wish the best to everybody that goes. And uh just be cool. You know what I mean? Right? Just be cool. That's all. That's it. Just be cool. I mean but that many jugglers. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Mar marching next to uh, that many rebel flags. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be good because, like, because, like, uh, like Bobby Blaze said, or Bobby Boogie, or whatever his name was, there's a uh, there's some juggalos that are annoying and are complete tools. And those are the ones that are going to listen to the songs, <laughs> take the songs too literally. You know what I mean? Yeah. And fucking, and just everything overboard and ruin it for everyone. So don't ruin it for everyone. You tool. <sighs> don't, don't be what Bobby Blaze said. There's a, uh, there's an episode that came out yesterday and yesterday in podcast time and it's an episode of awesome ties podcast awesome ties running for mayor available on itunes and uh, stitcher and soundcloud and everywhere uh apple podcasts is what itunes is now did you know that no really itunes changed their name to apple music and then their podcasts are on apple podcasts so if you say itunes you sound like you're fucking 80 years old Ah, oh, dude. Yeah. So I have to remember to not say that and to say Apple Podcast. Well, see, I don't, I don't, I don't Apple. 
So yeah, neither do I. So I didn't even know. I just heard other podcasts say it, and then I was like, "Yeah, I should probably do that." And now I'm not. And then now I'm talking about how I should on the podcast, which is also not good. This should all be behind the scenes stuff. But now I should, keep talking about it. Should be. <laughs> uh, but, but you know. Yeah, you know. There was uh, there was something else I was going to throw in about the march and stuff. But I guess not. I did find out about a new Mandela effect. Oh, yes. You, you slightly mentioned that earlier. Uh, please divulge into this here new Mandela effect. Holy shit. Now, this one's a trip. Okay. Okay. Now, I had this verified by a friend, which is always the best way to do it. Now, have you, uh, have you ever heard of the TV show, The Office, The American Office? Yeah. With, uh, you know, Steve Carell, we got Dwight. I, Steve Carell's the only guy I know there, dude. I, I've never watched the show. Okay. Well, then this won't be that mind blowing to you, but here, I'll explain it to you anyway. So in the office, there's only so many characters that work in this paper company, Dunder Mifflin. It's like, you know, they have like 12 employees or some shit. And they all kind of have their own story arcs and their own different personalities and blah, 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 and episodes and shit. But usually they're all just kind of seen working in the background. Well, somebody noticed that there is this lady that... uh it's just kind of like popping up at like desks and she has like red hair in the first season and then gray hair in the next couple seasons. And this person that posted this was like, I've never seen this woman before. And all of a sudden I noticed her and now I can't stop seeing her. So if you go on the office Wikipedia, her name is Luann and she, uh, it says that she has a desk near the kitchen door, which faces towards Toby's desk she has no lines and is seen only in passing in the first three seasons. She does not participate in meetings or almost any other event. So she's just some new person that just popped up. Nobody's ever seen her before. And now she's just in the background of every episode. So I sent this to this girl that I know whose favorite show is The Office. She's like, okay. she's like, all I watch is The Office all the time. So I sent this to her, and she wrote me back today and was like, holy shit. Do you ever feel like the world that you live in just isn't the same anymore? And then she said, this is my picture that I took. And she sent me a picture of her TV with the lady in the background. And nobody has ever seen her before. Nobody remem- like remembers her. And all of a sudden, she's just in here. Crazy. Yeah, it's a trip, right? It's like imagine if, uh, you know, like like workaholics, like how there's so many office people in workaholics. It's different in the office because it's an open office instead of cubicles, so you can see everybody all the time. But, you know, in workaholics, you got fucking Montel, you got Wayman, you have, like, all these people. Yeah. And then what if all of a sudden there's just some fucking, some dude that's just in, like, fucking every other episode chilling at his desk that you've just never seen before. Yeah, it's a trip. It's weird, man. Or maybe you just don't pay attention, and they were there the whole time. 
Yeah, that's that's the more likely case in that scenario. Yeah, maybe she just has a you know a missable face. Yeah, it's very possible, plausible, possible. It's also plausible. Repur- repurposable. It's also a pos a possum. <laughs> that's it. Just an opossum. <laughs> uh, just, just an opossum. Not not. It's not just appalling at that point. It's just an opossum. It could be an appalling possum if it's playing dead like really good. What if like check it out? If I was a possum, I would have like like a marsupial type of pouch. Is that yeah? That's marsupial soup. Marsupial yeah. pouch. Yeah, that's my, a marsupial suit. Yeah, that's okay. a pouch. Yes, <laughs> I'd have a pouch on my stomach. And I would fill it with like uh, spaghetti sauce and like sausage links, and Fucking then gross. and then if anybody ever came up on me and I had to play possum or play dead, I would rip the pouch open. It would have like a little zipper on it, so I would be able to close it back up. I'd rip it open and kind of pull out the sausages and lay on the ground and play dead to the extreme. You know what I mean? Why not go all the way? I don't know, man. Like, I'm, you ever seen a possum play dead? Yeah, they they sure as fuck seem dead. Yeah, I guess you're right, but <laughs> but I mean, but at this point, we already know it's called playing possum, so we know that we know that they're not dead. So you got to go the extra step to convince I don't know, people. See, see, get a stick and poke them. They might be dead. They might not. I don't know if they're dead, and I've run into many opossum in my day. Okay, check this out. If you if you poke a possum with a stick that is playing dead, will it take the poke or will it pop up? Because I want to say that it takes the poke. It, it'll take the first couple of pokes, especially if they're super gentle. But if you go in jabbing hard, the first time he'll get up. Yeah? yeah oh, yeah. If you're just like, ah, he just like, fuck this. Like poke him right in the butt area? Yeah. Yeah. Because he thinks he's getting attacked by some shit. Uh-huh. And then it's like, yeah, at that point, you got to get out of there. Yep. Because... It's like uh, it's like trying to survive from a grizzly bear, like how you're supposed to curl up in a fetal position and not move. It's like, what if it starts eating you? Do you still not move and not scream? Or at that point, would you like? I mean, I would I would start fighting. I think <coughs> I would have never stopped fighting in the first place. So yeah, you would have just get a big stick. That's all I know. You, you get a stick constantly that's huge fought and you it. just. Caveman at it. Yeah. Fuck you, bear. Fuck you, bear. I saw this video yeah. of uh, of a dude that was walking on this trail, and he was walking backwards, and there was a huge grizzly bear with two babies. Did you see that? That the problem was is he kept backing up. Yeah. He needs to. What you need to do is first and foremost, when you see a bear, you stand your ground, and you hope that they just continue to walk. That's that's the first thing you do. If they don't continue to walk, your best bet is to, you know, like hold your jacket up, try to be like, a, try to be as big as you can, or get some branches. Or my favorite thing is to get like a big ass stick, and just like uh, sand people, you know, from Star Wars, at them. <laughs> and uh, that 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 there usually scares them. Uh, I've never had to go any further than that point. I have thrown my giant stick at a bear, you know, a couple of times. Uh, and then turned around and ran, but that's because I was running into a shelter of some sort immediately. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? <coughs> yeah. It was it was like distraction, get inside, mm-hmm. as opposed to just hit you with a stick and then turn around and run into the bear's house. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, yeah, because a stick isn't going to do anything to a bear. It kind of distracts them for a second, especially yeah. if you bank them right in the face. Yeah, but you're not going to kill it. I mean, like, you're not going to hurt it or scare yeah. it away. At that point, it's just going to be like, I could totally take you. And now you piss me off, and I'm gonna fucking rip your throat out. You 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 have about a 33 percent chance of it scaring the bear. Yeah, but other than that, hopefully it thinks that you're throwing a snake at it. Yeah, it's not like did you know that and, and cats? I just that's what I was just gonna say. Did you see that video? Yeah, obviously you did because you just brought it up. But I want to see if it's real. Have you tried it yet? Um, I don't have a cat. I have a cat now. I have a little orphan cat. Do you have a cucumber? Uh, I might. A, a cucumba. Cucumba. You, yeah, you saw that too. That was cool. That fucking, Yo. that made me respect cucumba. You know what? I'm going to fucking play it real quick. You do that. Let me find it. Do that. I love, I, I love how informative <laughs> this old dude is about the goddamn cucumba. Let's see. Oh, my. Yeah, the cucumber. Cucumba. Cucumba. Yeah, that's how he says it. Cucumba. <laughs> I watched it a shitload. <laughs> Let's see. See, I wish I could go like, boom, look, a cucumba in my water. <laughs> it made, I was, I was, I got all into cucumba water for a while. Did you? Yeah, I started fucking buying cucumbers. Welcome to Maccabee's Medical Monday. Today it's all about this, the cucumber. Or as they call it in Jamaica, cucumba. 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 Vitamins, minerals, very high number. Silica, here and nails get longer. Other vitamins make your bones them stronger. Anti-wrinkle make you look younger. Hmm. 95% water. Mm. Kidney cleanser, great hydrator. Detox, fiber, good regulator. Give your body good things. Don't be a traitor. Get the cucumber. Cut it in a slice. Put it in a jug of water overnight. You know what you get for a fraction of the price? <laughs> Energy drink full of electrolyte. Raw yeah. salad is one of the user. As a base for your vegetable juice. Another supply for a slice on your eyes, take away the dryness, revitalize. Oh, yes. One thing I have left cucumber can also help with bad breath. Wash away the bacteria that cause the odor. Cucumber water instead of soda. Ah. A can be a medical Monday. Cucumber. Cucumber. Yeah. Dude, that was so dope. Right? Mm-hmm. No. He killed it. I, I scrolled over I scrolled over that video countless amount of times. Um just like countless amount of times before I'm like, all right, I'll watch it. <laughs> and then it just was like, I watched it like eight times in a row. <laughs> Dude, so worth it. And it is. It's extremely informative. It literally made me do that because I was at the point where like I had stopped drinking soda. I don't drink soda anymore. Do you know that? Really? No soda for like four months. No Red Bull. Oh, dude, bravo. Yeah. Bravo. I, uh, every once in a while, you know, I, I'm, I'm just like I was before I left. Every uh, once in a while, I'll have a soda. I'll drink, but, my, uh, drink my waters and I drink my yerba teas. Yeah. 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 Then, yeah. son. Yeah. Yep. Um, do you know that the ones in the cans have the higher caffeine content to them? Yeah. 
That's what uh, that's what my buddy was telling me. But I didn't really like the cans. That's what because the cans came out first, and I was drinking. Like someone was like, "Oh, try the can. It's better than Red Bull. Like it's better for you, and it's natural, and this and that." And I tried it, and I didn't like it at all. So I was like, Bleh. "Now, now I didn't like it the first time they came out either. I don't like um, any other flavor than the mint." Yeah. See, I also didn't like Red Bull when it came out. Yeah. So everything's an acquired taste, I guess. But uh, but yeah, these are dank, and I was having like a bunch of stomach problems, and I stopped drinking soda, mm-hmm. and that helped with that. And then I started drinking the fucking cucumber water after I saw this shit, and it's just uh, it's dope. That guy killed it. Yep, cucumba, the cucumba. Mm-hmm. Fucking uh, that's a dope ass flow too. <laughs> yeah. Another another one of those how you were saying that you scrolled over it a bunch of times until you finally watched it. Yeah. That was what that radio uh caller was like. That video that Chanel tagged us in. Did you did you listen yeah. to that? Did you, oh yeah. Did you listen yeah, to the whole yeah. thing? Yeah. I had I had seen it like all over the place. And I remember I tried to watch it the first time and I was like, What's gonna happen? Because it was like a dude recording in his car and yeah. and like it was like five minutes long. And I was all, I'm not going to fucking like scroll through this and find the 30 seconds where a fucking car accident happens or whatever I'm like looking for. You know what I mean? But I didn't didn't realize that I was supposed to be listening to the audio of it. And that was the most amazing thing. (laughs) Oh, no. No, that was kind of a revenge thing, dude. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like... you can hear it in her voice. Just what? Huh? <laughs> She's like, I'm going to call the cops for you taking pictures of me when I didn't know about it. He's like, you were looking right in the camera. Don't act like you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So for people who haven't heard this, this was uh, a woman that called a radio station and it was like hot 97, right? Wasn't it like a big radio station? Yeah. Yeah. It was a big station. Yeah. And she called this radio station and was like, I met this dude He's like, you know, a lot younger than me, like 20 years younger than me. But we went on a date. He was really nice. We hooked up. I really liked it. And then he just ghosted me and I haven't been able to talk to him since. He won't answer my calls. So they called him from the radio station and was like, hey, we have this girl here that wants to go on a date with you and we'll pay for it. And dropped her name. And he told the story of why he fucked her. Which was, <laughs> which was brutal. It was a revenge fuck, and it was because her son picked on him in high school, right? Yep. Yeah. And uh, he was just some piece of shit, and he was like, that was learned behavior. That didn't just happen. Like, someone taught him to act like that. So it's your fault. You deserve it. And his plan was to fuck her and send pictures of her sucking his dick to her son and yep, and yep, be like yep. I win long run and she gets all upset and he's like the best part was like he's all oh my god I can't believe she called the radio station this is so perfect like <laughs> right it just like made it like fucking god level burn and then at the end when she was like he's gonna kick your ass again and he goes I've been studying Cobb McGraw for the past 10 years so I'll kick his ass Right after I <laughs> fucked his mom. 
Right? Uh-huh. It's oh, br- man. It's brutal. It is. Mm-hmm. The, the, and, and, and it just went on air like that, too. Yeah. What do you What do? you do? What do you do as a goddamn DJ at that point? You let it ride, man. That's great just, radio. <laughs> yeah, that shit was live. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and, like, and the sensors are like, nobody's cursing, so I don't know what to do. Like, <laughs> should I cut the feed? Like, should I let this go? And then at the end when you're like, because you don't really know until it all is like unfolding. It all unfolded live. So. Yeah. So by the time all the information was out there and you knew that, because this is a horrible situation for this lady. Like, she thought she was just hooking up with some guy. Now she has, like, pictures of her all getting fucked and shit, and they're, like, fucking getting spread around to her son and God knows who else, you know? Right. So that, I mean, that sucks. But that all unfolded on the radio, and by the time you find that out, it's too late to cut it. It's already out there. Right. Yeah, there's wow. no. It's not a podcast. You can't just snip that part out. What an epic burn, dude! What an <laughs> epic, 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 epic burn! And then to have it unfold on, on live radio, man, that's that's just like the cherry on top. Yeah, and just soli- and then not only did it unfold on live radio, the fucking video went viral. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the fucking video of somebody recording it in their car went viral. Yeah, dude, that's right. So that shit went all the way. It's a strange time, man. Strange time it to is. live in. Mm-hmm. The the way the way one little little date and little evening can get blown out of blown in, into proportion so big. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm not gonna say out of proportion because it was definitely what needed to be explained, just not on that scale. Yeah, absolutely. Man, that's good shit. That's great. So, uh, have you been seeing uh, the Awesome Side web series that we've been doing? Uh, I have not been keeping up with that. No? No. The We have uh, the fifth episode just came out. We went on a search for the town charter. And those are like, like the, it started. Ty recorded like an Instagram story and it was him uh, going suit shopping for a new suit. That was like the first episode, right? And, I think I caught that one. Yeah. So he he sent me that or he posted that on Instagram and I was like, dude, that's funny as fuck. Send me those videos and I'll upload them on to YouTube, right? Yeah. So I just kind of strung them together, put like an American flag background behind it. And then uploaded on to YouTube. So he uh, he did some more. He was like, "I'll try to do some more stuff," and like you know, we'll just kind of upload them. So he did one where he did. Uh, he pretended to like. No, he actually did make calls. <laughs> I almost fucking spilled the beans right there. He made a bunch of calls to local citizens and talked to them and recorded his side of the conversations, and sent me those. And I did that. And it was just kind of like, you know, vertical cell phone camera with the background on it. And then we were thinking about it and I was like, man, I think that like, I think that this could be really good. Like we could like come up with all these ideas. So we like did another one where it was save the clock tower. And I actually, I went and recorded it this time and I did it 
you know, with a camera, like a real camera, so it's not a cell phone up and down camera. It's like full size screen. And I'm like, I edited it all together and I'm like kind of like learning things as I go. And we made this pretty solid little Save the Clock Tower episode that people really liked. And it was funny. And we, uh, we did an interview with this lady at the, at the museum in the park. And she told us about the clock tower and the earthquake and how it killed those two ladies. And like, she, yeah, she, yeah. she gave us all this perfect stuff. And then, uh, we did the fourth one, which was, uh, I forget what the fourth one was. The fourth one was, I guess I could just look it up real quick. Let me look it up. The fourth episode, see, at this point, we were like, we should do this for real, and we should make this like a season. So that way, I changed all the names to season one, episode one, season one, episode two, so that we could do like eight episodes for the season, and then come back in a month or two for season two. And okay. we're making this like... See, you should you should you should definitely watch them because we're making this like a uh, yeah. I'm super intrigued now. Yeah, we're making this like a real web series, like uh, like workaholics style. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the next one was cleaning up the city. Now that that's when it like starts getting really good. Save the clock tower was good, but then we knew that we were on to something when we had save the clock tower. Cleaning up the city is amazing. That one has like fucking a bunch of views on it. People loved it. And then the one that we just released is the quest for the town charter where we go into the library. We use the microfiche, that old school, like, yeah, like a old newspaper archive thing. Yeah. And microfiche. And like now we're cream fresh, <laughs> cream, <laughs> cream fresh. <laughs> and now we're like, we're in this place to where we're like making this web series now. Like you should definitely watch it today. And let me know what you think. Because yeah, I'm probably gonna do that. Because now we're we're in this like weird like comedy, but also like a uh, documentary kind of like thing <sighs> of him traveling to mayor, and that's what uh, I want to get you in on, like the second season for like ideas. Like I want to create like a writing room environment with like me and Ty bunch of other like kind of like funny people like you know roach and you and people that are creative and outside yeah. the box and shit and come up with a bunch of ideas for episodes and season two is going to be amazing and i think that <clears throat> i mean if anything we're making great content but this could be like this could be picked up by someone like you know some network could see it or some sort of production company because I think it really does have, it's not just because I am editing it, because the editing is garbage. <laughs> the editing is not that good, but it's getting better, you know what I mean, as we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, I got a tripod. By like episode four, I bought a tripod. So it's like all stable <laughs> and shit. And yeah. we're like progressing and evolving as we go. So it's really cool to see it. And I think that season two is going to be the shit. I'm really excited about it. It's been Word. coming out. It's been coming really good. Word. Well, I'm definitely gonna sit down and do that this evening. Do it. Start at uh start at episode three. Now. Okay, yeah, start at episode one. Yeah. I'm gonna watch it all. All right, watch it all. And it's gonna be uh it's the journey. Journey to the mercy. He's gonna do it, dude. Is he? 
it's like at first it was like that would be funny but now he's definitely gonna do it like the more and more people that we talk to they they're open to it they're like they're like yeah like i think that someone younger should be mayor i think because you know the city is fucking garbage like they're doing advancements and improvements in all the wrong spots and yeah. while the rest of the city is rotting and there's no new shit everything there's they're running the homeless out of the riverbed but let them stay in town so there's no programs for the homeless there's no assistance there's like there's nothing there's nothing here so it's just wine tourism for rich people while everyone that actually lives in the city is forgotten you know because the winos bring in enough money to sustain the town right so they don't need to make it a you know a sustainable economy within the city because they have outside money coming in and a lot of people want that to change and i think that ty is definitely going to be on the ballot and last time steve martin ran unopposed steve martin yeah his name is steve martin and he's not that steve martin he pretends to be steve martin does he really pretend to be steve martin i don't know he's 68 years old and he doesn't go by steven so you tell me he goes by steve martin goes by steve martin seems a little weird it does yeah it does I don't know, man, but you should check it out. It's pretty dope. And then you should get in on the uh, the writing for the second season. Uh, I'm about it. Nice. Uh, also, um, Roach Clips' new EP is dropping soon. Dude, so uh, that song. Yeah. I listen to that song that's got all three of you on it. Uh-huh. It'd be Miss Home. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Sad Vices song? I'm all like, this are my three friends. Mm -hmm. Aww. Yeah, that song was cool. It was fun to make, too. I went out to Nick's house, and he was like, hey, I want to get you on a track for for my EP that I have coming up. So we set up a day. I went out there. And then Ty just, uh, he ended up coming out, like, just randomly. I don't even know how it happened, but he came out, and then he ended up getting on the song. And I'm glad he did it, like, sealed the deal. And it was cool for like, you know, the three of us to work on shit together because I remember years and years ago when we did that song, The Takeover, and it was yep. it was like when I got back into writing, I used to write and record when I was younger and then I stopped for a few years and then I got back into it and that was my first song that I did with Nick and Ty in Nick's apartment at Dry Creek. And I remember sitting in there and we wrote it and recorded it right there in one day. And then, you know, eight, ten years later, sitting in the studio, writing and recording a new song. It was cool. You know what I mean? Right. It was that was pretty cool. It was, uh, it made me, uh, it made me appreciate their, their friendship. You know what I mean? Like, I have, like, you have certain friends in your life, like you, like you and me are best friends. People know this. And no matter how far away we move, we'll still be like connected as if like, you know, you never left. Right. And, and Nick and Ty are definitely like that too. Like no matter how far 
no matter how long I don't talk to him or don't see him, and then I run into him, it's just like, it's it's the same thing, and like, you know. Uh, it's like he just picked up right where you left off. Yeah, and you kind of like, you, you kind of like don't appreciate it for what it is all the time just much much like anything you know what i mean you right there's a lot of things that just kind of go by and you don't appreciate them until you kind of get that moment and you stop and look at it and you're like man i'm lucky to have like these friends i'm lucky to have these people that i'm close with and not some piece of shit people you know like you ty nick you guys have never fucked me over like you guys have never done a negative thing to me you guys have never taken anything from me you guys have never like, you know, I never have to worry about you guys being pieces of shit because you guys are good friends. You know what I mean? And like every once in a while, I, you're like, I do know what you mean, man. You're like, man, it's really cool that like I have these couple friends. Because uh, a lot of when people- I was uh, when I was younger, I was always like, I don't get why adults don't have so many friends. Mm-hmm. You know, like friend life life is about friends, right? Yeah. And the older I get, the more I realize that the reason adults have so few friends is because those few friends they have are the real friends. Yeah. You know, like I, I'm acquaintances with all kinds of people. I know all kinds of some people. I'll hang out with them. We'll talk, we'll get along. But, uh, there are very few people that I truly consider a friend because friends nowadays are not easy to come by. Yeah. It's weird. Like, like I would, uh, like it upset me for a while because you know like like you your friends like fall out over whatever like arguments or stupid shit or people are on drugs or people go to jail for years or people move away you know all these different things and then you have all these friends when you're a kid because when you're a kid it's all about having friends and all about you know partying and being social and having all these people yeah. so I mean, all these people were acquaintances when you look back at it. But at the time, you're like, oh, these are all my all my good friends. And uh, everybody goes, I mean, I started realizing it as I got older that everybody goes through that cycle of all their friends disappear, all their friends turn out to not be as close as they thought they were. Everybody dwindles mm-hmm. down to just a few people. And then it's like, man, fucking... All my friends are fucking pieces of shit. I don't have any friends. What am I going to do? I don't even know anybody. How am I going to meet new people and all this shit? And fucking. Yep. And then you get to like to this point in your life where you realize that you don't need friends. And that's what it's not about. And it's not about, you know, I don't I don't want to fucking hang out with a bunch of people. That's the last thing I want to do. <laughs> shit, no. <laughs> no. I want to fucking relax is what I want to do. And fucking, you know, it's uh, I'm like just really starting to realize that that you have your friends that have stuck through throughout the years and then there's new people that you meet that you can have these like connections with that you know there's like there's this dude that i work with big mike and i've known him since i started working at this new place and i met him he got me the job like a couple months after i met him and and we've been like super close like we grew up together. We're like really good homies. And that happened, you know, as an adult. Whereas, you know, I'm like real standoffish with everybody. 
where like I don't mm-hmm. want to fucking meet new people. I don't want to talk to people, but sometimes it like works out. And it's like it's definitely weird growing up, man. Growing up. Right. How old are you now, Bill? I'm 31. I just turned 31 last month. Then I'm turning 31 in November. That's right. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Right. But our lives are just starting. That's also ah, another thing. It it's, is. It is. It's weird because like, like at the, at the beginning and end of every decade, it's like at the beginning of the decade, you're like, you're like, man, I'm old. Like I'm fucking, I'm 20 already. What the fuck? Like I was a teenager and now I'm old. But then you get to the end of the decade and you're like, man, I'm like, I'm, I'm still doing this. I'm still just starting. But then you get up to like 30 and you're like, man, I'm old. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But then like, I hear all these things because I listen to podcasts constantly now and I'll hear all these people and that are in their, you know, forties, fifties. And they talk about when they turned 30, how they thought that their life was already set in stone. Their life was already over. They were 30. They already missed all their opportunities. And really, their lives were just beginning. You know, like, they were working some shit job, living in some shit apartment. Like, look at Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford was, like, 35, working construction before he ever did a movie. And now Don't give me like, high hopes like that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like, that is a universal story that when you're 30, you're right. like, man, my life is shit. I ruined my life. And then it really turns out that your life is just beginning. Not that you're going to get famous, but like that your life is just beginning and that it's never too late to, like Gary Vaynerchuk said something where he was like, you're 30 years old. You could fuck off for another 10 years, go to school and run a business at 45 and still be healthy, 45 years old, still have a good fucking good chunk of life ahead of you. You're only halfway done. I guess so. Yeah, because, you know, if you don't count the first, you know, 10 years, because the first 10 years doesn't count. No, they don't. No, it counts when you like when you could start going outside and shit and like when you could start leaving your block. And so if you count that to to 40, that's like 30 years. And then another 30 years, you're 70. So, I mean, depending on depending on your health, you could still be you still be cool at 70, you know what I mean? Look at Jack Lane. Jack right? Lane died healthy at a fucking crisp old age of like 89 or some shit. God, dude, and he was so healthy every morning doing fucking jumping jacks and shit with his fucking decrepit old wife. Yep, drinking juice. Yeah, she was like 15 years younger than him and looked like she was about to die. Right? Yeah. And then she had to poison him just because she didn't want to, allegedly she poisoned him, just because she didn't want to exercise anymore in the morning. Right. She was like, let me sleep in one fucking day, Jack. (laughs) I hate you. I hate your fucking jumping jacks. There, do you think jumping jacks were named after Jack LaLanne? <laughs> I bet you they were. Holy shit. <laughs> right there, dude. Okay, we got to get to jumping, the bottom of Jumping this. Jack LaLanne's, man. Jumping Jack LaLanne's. 
Jumping Jack Lalanes. I wonder if I could find a wiki page on jumping jacks. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, a toy figure of a man with movable limbs. <laughs> a jumping jack. No jump, jumping. Okay, a jumping jack in Canada and the United States, also known as the side straddle hop. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Go do ten side straddle hops. <laughs> side straddle hop. Is a physical jumping exercise performed by jumping to a position with the legs spread wide and the hands touching. Okay, we know what a jumping jack is. I don't know why I need to read that. I thought it was going to be funnier. Uh, okay, the jumping jack is named after its inventor, General Black Jack Pershing. Oh, man. Yeah. So here's General the Black Jack Pershing, huh? So is General Pershing. Oh, wait. Although he played no part in inventing the exercise, the late fitness expert Jack LaLanne was given credit for popularizing it in the United States. LaLanne used the jumping exercise during routines he promoted in decades of television fitness programming. Boom! So he's the one that Boom. made it popular. They're, they're jumping Jack LaLanne's, the man. Jumping That's just, they are what they are. <laughs> Holy shit, I can't believe that we fucking knew it. What? We got to the bottom of that <laughs> shit, jumping Jack LaLanne's. Uh. See, this is what I miss. This is the shit that I missed on this podcast. <laughs> was fucking just talking about garbage with you. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's good. It's good talking to be back. Talking about nonsense for 20 minutes, and then we throw out a random fact, have to check ourselves, and we happen to be true. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Every once in a while, it works. It works like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. J jumping Jack Lanes. <laughs> I wonder how old now I want to find out how old he was when he died. How old do you think he was? I said eighty nine. What's your guess? Man. He's like ninety four. Ninety. He was old. He was old, man. Yeah. Let's see. He was uh looks like he was born. In 1914, in San Francisco, California, and he died in 2011. So he was fucking 97? 96. Yeah, because it was January is when he died, and his birthday was in September. So he was 96 years old. Died in Morro Bay, Morro Bay, California. Yep. Dude, and he was fucking... I remember that. I remember when he passed away. Yeah, and he was on the news like all the way up until his death. Yeah. Every yeah, he did he did fucking morning exercises. Yeah, every morning on our local news he would do exercises for everybody <laughs> and and you could exercise along with Jack Lane. Yep. That's crazy, dude. And I guess he did stretches and jumping jacks and I guess I didn't realize that he was like they called him the godfather of fitness. And the yeah, first, dude, he was a big fucking deal. And the first fitness superhero. He was a huge deal. I guess I didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't realize it. I thought that he was just our local old fucking guy that did exercises. I no mean, no way. He was like, he was a god. He was a fitness nut. He had his own like shows. He 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 like won some competitions or something. I think, um, for being like a fit man, um. I don't know, dude. Jack LaLanne was a, an impressive, impressive old man. 
That's crazy, man. It says that uh, he was a sugar holic and a junk food junkie when he was a kid, and he also had behavioral problems. Then he turned his life around after listening to a public lecture about the benefits of good nutrition and came to believe that the country's overall health depended on the health of the population. And he became like a, a motivational speaker, nutrition expert, uh, and like fitness expert, exercise, like famous exercise coach. He was like yeah. the biggest in America. Mm -hmm. That's insane. And then he lived here and was our morning news guy. Yep. And that's just how I knew him. It was like Jack Elaine and fucking Tony Coppola at Denny's together or whatever. I thought he was just some old fuck that did. I mean, I, I, I guess I, I guess I knew that he was like something special. Yeah. But I didn't really like understand the scope of it. Well, see, I, I think, I think it was more known to me because my grandparents referenced him, uh, knowing about him and his exercising etiquette at a young age for them. Yeah. Cause, cause they were about the same age. Well, no, they're, they're, they're about 10 years younger than him. They're both in their eighties at this point. And, um, yeah, so they grew up, you know, hearing him, you know, 10 years older dude. Oh, this is how you exercise. This is how you exercise. Yeah. So my grandparents spoke of him occasionally, you know? Um, but yeah, just impressive. Yeah. You, you see this guy every day and you don't really realize how well known of an individual he is. Right. It's a trip, man. How much of an impression he's put on other people. Yep. And especially you know? with his, with his popularity of the jumping Jack LaLanne. That's where this all started. Right. Yeah. I can't believe that that was real. Uh huh. <laughs> jumping, it was, jumping dude. Jack LaLanne. Yeah. All right. You know? Well, rest in peace, Jack LaLanne. Oh, are you doing him? I'm doing some jumping jacks. He's gonna let it. It's gonna take us out with some jumping jacks. Rest in peace, Jack LaLanne. Boom. <laughs> uh, what else did we talk about? I forgot. I just got. I'm just hella lit, and I forgot everything that we talked about. If I were to write a description of this episode right now, I wouldn't be able to. You just have to put in. It's just the jumping jack episode, man. Jumping Jack Lalane. That's what it's jumping called. Jumping Jack Lalane episode. <laughs> and people will be like, "Why is it called that?" All the way until a fucking hour in at the end, they'll be like, "Oh, okay, now I get it." <laughs> jumping Jack Lalane. Uh, All right, we'll see you guys next week. Peace out, everybody. Right. Have a good one. Natural habitat recordings.